if you want access to the Discord community and our entire premium content, hit it up right now. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales or rockfin.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sas. Are we live? We are live. We are live, and it's about to start smelling extra good up in here. Okay, all uh, right. Uh, uh, Rob about to catch some secondhand contact. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's going to be high by proxy. I, I think I need to start living that way, man. Life's getting too crazy not to. Bro, THC, my brother. I know. Come, man, look. I know. The next episode after this. What do you mean you know? What do you know? I Well, I know that I'm slacking, and we've had experiences where it's been fun, and I'm like, nah, man, give me the whiskey instead. But now I'm like, I think I need to just turn the new leaf. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know at what point that I just, like, alcohol, bro. Maybe I just had too many nights like across the board, everything, when I say like tequila, vodka, whiskey, you're like, nah, nah, nah. Like none of it sounds good anymore these days. I mean, I sip red wine. Oh, yeah. That's and right, then that's right. on a, every fucking blue moon, I'll sip a little tequila just because I, I really fucks with tequila out of all okay. that. Yeah, because you just sip it anyway. But uh, yeah, I don't know at what point in my life it was just like, man, the liquor just don't really like I just think about the sugar and then I just feel it. Yeah, I feel it, bro. Maybe I just got old. Because you got to remember, Rob, like these days you'll see me go do uh, Chicago on a Wednesday, August 31st. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll see me, you know, being the uh, trying to be the best dad and husband I can. That's why I'm a little bit late today. Y'all I was changing daddy uh, duty, man. I was changing buku diapers. I'm making to go titis and el cereal pa esta. Oh, she wants bacon. Let me throw the bacon in the air fryer. And, and my wife's like, we don't have time for bacon. <laughs> Anyway, we coming in hot. Um, I was gonna light some incense, but you know, I said, you know what? We about to do a collab. Yes. Red Pill Tamales podcast about to do a collab with a Twin Candle Company, and uh, we're trying to test scent. So maybe we'll kind of tease them with what you end up deciding. But what did you? What was the thought behind the candle? Like freedom, breakfast. Do well, you like coffee. I like this one y'all was burning right here, and I'm like, bro, just white label my shit. <laughs> just put, just put like freedom breakfast scent. And uh, it's very similar. They're very similar, by the way. Yeah. So we want to do a limited run for like just a month. We'll, we'll talk, you know, to figure out production wise when we could really yeah. realistically release and ship. But we not we want everybody to get that scent for sure. You know, that freedom breakfast. Hell yeah. So I'm about to light this one up. This right here is one of the prototypes. Let's just say it's called coffee and red plum. I'm saying this. Red. Hey, I'm on my QVC shit uh, this morning, big Don. I like it. So this episode, we're going to burn this one. All right. And just it, see what it do. But I definitely want to put the vibes in the air. Feeling very sophisticated. So we were saying. Yes. Like liquor and all that, bro. I, you got to remember, like, these days you might see me in Chicago, Wednesday, August 31st. Get your tickets now. Back in the day, it might have been like party. Mo like, I, I'm trying to work my single. I'm trying to promote myself as an artist. Like, I'm coming from left field. I, I spotted a gap. I got my own lane. I'm about to have a generation of sons. Just let me let me get some shine. So that meant you're always at the club, you're always at the pool, you know, the bar, the pool hall, where like wherever there was a hot party and where the people were. You're at Coco Loco, you're at T Town. You know, you're trying to get on the radio. You're trying to see if they're gonna shout you out. You know, you might be in the DJ booth. Like just, it's like little stuff that's kind of like okay, that sounds like a lot of energy. It sounds like a big excuse to just party. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Like, Chingo, you just weren't ready to graduate. You wanted somebody to pay for your student loans, and you just wanted spring break all the time. But I ain't going to lie. 
I mean, not only did I see an opportunity in, in my rap shit and show business, but you know, you know, even though I went, I was in the college and all that, I was like, bro, I just see a lane. You know what I'm saying? Like I could run my mouth, I could talk my shit, and here we are, still RPT, bro. Yeah. Season 16, episode 217 of number them red pill tamales, and now, yeah, I can already smell it. Honestly, I'm smelling that freedom breakfast. Because, yeah. because this this is my idea, bro. Behind the candle collab, mm-hmm. we want to give somebody, you know, all the fans, a, a very special limited. Just it's just something that we're gonna drop seasonally, yeah. maybe once a year. What's the fragrance for this year? You know what I mean? And um, seasonally sounds good. Yeah, that sounds maybe, fun. Yeah, for sure. And um, and really, more than anything, how can we all kind of uh, connect? on a mindset a vibe and a routine yeah so for example sometimes you know we probably gonna have to start another podcast because this is supposed to be rpt we supposed to be roasting all the headlines and and we're gonna we're we, gonna. St- we sticking to the list but um i say that to say this like the candle thing i want like all the folks that are on the same mindset like hey man you you just understand a little bit about family and life and and what's going on and how you got to keep your mind right. You can't let your brain get foggy. You can't mm-hmm. be distracted. You can't have wrong negative energy. You can't be stressing, yourself, worrying, anxiety. Like, you got to be your number one fan, like Cat Williams said yeah. in, in one, one of them jokes. But, like, that's my idea with this is for all the people that whether, you're, whether your morning routine is, like, prayer, push-ups, or meditation, or have your coffee and have, like, some me time or whatever, or... If you know that when you have a good day, that's the day you journaled. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the day you prayed. That's the day you went to the gym. That's the day you did some cardio. That's the day that you turned your phone off for an hour and played with your kids. You know okay, what I'm saying? Pastor Bling. Yeah, God forbid. But yeah, it's like whatever that is to you, we want to be in your home and we want to help bring that that that's, sensory memory of mm-hmm. just that connection, like the community of like, like, hey, we're in this together. Don't let social media fuck your brain off. And think, oh my God, we're gonna have a civil war or something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, bro, it ain't even, that's just TikTok ramping shit up, my G. Buenas vibras, that's what you call it. Buenas, uh, buenas vibras. Ah, uh, huevo. So, a lot to talk about. Shout out to all uh, the members of the Thea. Um, yesterday, I, I texted Rob. I was like, Rob, are, are we supposed to be going? Well, actually, he asked me. He's like, hey, bro, are we going live today with the patrons? And I was like, okay, was this supposed to be every other week or yeah. weekly? Only because, bro, yesterday was a crazy, it was just bad. It was like, I'm going to Chicago, Wednesday, August 31st. We trying to, you know what I'm saying? We trying to take, let the nanny take a day or two off. And we just, you know, fold the laundry, do the laundry, hang with the kids, take them to all their activities. And and uh, before I leave, Wednesday, August 31st, Chicago. New, a new newsletter went out last night. Ton- hundreds of clicks on the ticket link, so that's good to see. But if you haven't signed up, where can I sign up for the newsletter? Just go to chinglebling.com and the thing pops up. I want to start doing trivia at the shows where Ooh. we play a video and there's questions like, what's the name of Chingo's Rooster? Or like, what shoe company tried to sue Chingo over the fo- over the boots? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not that's n- funny. nothing difficult. We yeah. don't want you to just be on Google when you should be ordering your drinks yeah. or talking to your lady. But have it to where you could turn in your little bingo card, your trivia, and put your email... And I want to start doing a better job of contributing more of like my voice to the email. So, for example, what if I'm in San Jose? I take a picture of my burrito. Not not that kind, ladies. Whoa, whoa. Not that kind, ladies. Okay. 
Let's say you in San Jose at La Victoria, and you just want to snap a photo of your burrito. I uh, like Hunter style, like Hunter. Hunter <laughs> not, style? not not like the president's oh, son. Okay, okay. I'm talking okay. about food. Uh, you little pervs, you little <laughs> degenerates, must be on the Discord, ain't you? Anyway, <laughs> and just type up a little something that's like yo. Type up a little something that's like yo, San Jose. You know, y'all always show love. It was fun. We we busted out the uh, the bottle of the hot sauce. We passed it around. And next stop, Chicago. <laughs> Do we need to get you a desk? Do you think we should get you a desk? A news desk? We should get you a news anchor desk, like Ron yeah. Burgundy style. Yeah, and put me a green screen so it could just really look like a news thing. We could. We absolutely could. My wife's going to be like, why are we trying to fix up your set? And you just going to green screen your shit. We'll switch it up from time to time. We'll have a real set and then a fake set. It's about to get brighter up in here. We're gonna, I'm going to take that fan down. Because I saw how to do it on YouTube, and I'm scared I'm going to get electrocuted. But we're going to put a big-ass light, so it's going to be lit up in here. Literally lit. Uh, no, but yeah, to go back to it, put your own voice. So, yeah, like as this, as you go along stops, kind of put something in the yeah, front of the just, stops. exactly. You know, we want to make the email special, and I, I need to... Um, you know, because a lot of times it's like, man, I, I want to go live. I got to go live. It's like, but now's not a good time. People at work and shit. Yeah. So it's like, you be wanting to do stuff, but it's like, okay, well, the newsletter is something that you can um, have that discipline of not just thinking the cool idea and just like whatever, like write it down and just share with your uh, with your peeps that open up the email. Yeah. Well, and mark your calendar. So that, that means uh, September 5th, which is Monday coming up, uh, will be the next live, the next RPT live. We'll yeah. do basically, it's like an RPT hangout. We do mm-hmm. roll some headlines. We talk about, you know, talk some shit. We also get people in the Discord onto the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to test mm-hmm. out crowd, Crowdcast again. Uh, and then just see how it goes. And I might test it over the weekend with some patrons just to see that, make sure I can get everything, the chat working right. Mm-hmm. Apparently last time I, I looked at some of the behind the scenes shit and they were like, oh, look like your internet dropped. I was like, how? We're hardwired. Like, why did it drop? Yeah, I don't know, bro. I have no idea. I have to call, I'm going to have to call AT&T myself. It's, like, some, it's the Blue City Blues, brother. <laughs> so yeah, hit up the uh, Discord, join that, that, hitting up the Discord, that's only a dollar. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, to just be a member of the Discord alone. For sure. All right, man. So today's topics. Bill Maher is back with more common sense. He's on a roll. He is on a roll. Have you seen the clip of him talking about uh, South Texas and Democrats? I think I might have seen it, yeah, because the person said, said, why are they leaving our party? And he's like, well, your attitude, for starters. Right. That one? Yeah. Um, I thought I had that fucking clip queued up. I don't have it queued up. But he made he went on a long rant about just the Latinx and are you surprised that the Latinos are leaving the Democratic Party. And he's still smug. Ooh, that smugness it gets weaponized against the Democrats. They're like, hey, bro, we... <laughs> exactly. I thought you was progressive as fuck, bro. So let's say that you're on his show in six months to a year's time, and you're talking about these kind of subjects. Yeah, because he wants to see what's going on. Chingo Bling is here. He's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so you're going to be in Chicago on Wednesday, August 31st, and I'll be like, yeah, man, ChingoBling.com, get your tickets now, Bill. Now, before we start pushing your show more, let's talk about some of the things you've talked about over the yeah. last three years um i kind of agree with the latinx thing not being a good move but chingo tell me why you're such a trump supporter well see first of all the term trump supporter has been used as a pejorative to shut people down who just want to be america first we gotta people on the left if you want to understand the rgv in south texas you know you can't come at them already attacking them and saying these mouth breathing fox news watching backwards QAnon, right far white far right far white yeah far white and far right (laughs) latinx people that are uh, coconuts and those texas fools are different so instead of 
coming at people like that, maybe understand policy-wise, community-wise, is it the safety? Is it the border? Is it inflation? Bill, we got to start being real and asking these type of questions. I'm not disagreeing with you, but when you say America first, that means you're really listening to Steve Bannon. Am I right? Actually, I love Steve Bannon. I, I am a part of the War Room Posse. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think they've called a lot of correct shots. Uh, they've called the stagflation. They called everything with these inflationary policies. So I'd argue that the reason his show is so big is because he cuts through all the all the noise and gets to the signal. And all the people in the RGV are not dumb. They understand. They see firsthand. They see the Haitians at, at the stripes stealing the Selena cups. We know who been stealing all the Selena cups, Bill. <laughs> Jingle Bling will be at Zanies in Chicago Wednesday night, August thirty first. Get your tickets now. <laughs> I he's, see like, that so, he's like, I'd like to join the Discord. <laughs> it's like a combination of Trump and Bill Maher. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But, but it's he's so very good. smug, you know. I don't like Kyle Dunnigan doing impressions of me. That, I was going to say, that sounds like Kyle Dunnigan. It sounds yeah. like him doing Bruce. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a conservative gal. Yeah, I'm more of a conservative gal myself. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just, uh, and I said this a long time ago when he did Rogan, I still don't buy his shit. He's going wherever the wind blows, but I think it's still a positive. It's a net positive that he's saying these things on his show. Yeah, I think he found his lane, bro. He peeped the the... He, he peeped the uh, the zeitgeist and he saw how some of the policies coming from the CDC or some of the Vax uh, messaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had homegirl Barry Weiss on there. Are, are you still Bill Maher? Do I say you had? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you've had viral moments, Bill. I think you understand the zeitgeist and you found that good little lane of all the common sense people on the left who might just might be liberal. They're not necessarily communists. You know, they want to open up the prisons. There's still a lot of people that are populist and we're still towards the center. But she was once a New York Times journalist. Who should I have on next then? She's credible. Who's credible to you? Oh, man, there's a lot of people making a lot of noise in the space that, you know, in the Latino exit space. Of course, like Jesse Olguin from Lexit. You got a, a lot of great journalists. Oscar Blue Ramirez from Mexico, who's who's doing great and his homeboy anthony uh aguero dude they're doing some serious have you work. seen the video the yes. little kid drug yes. uh, allegedly with the light they flash the light and he's like no it's in the uno star whatever he said yeah. i don't remember what he Lo said están traficando. Yeah, yeah yeah it was intense dude that's crazy and he was it, apparently it was a, a male and a female who allegedly were from colombia and supposedly this was their kid but apparently the shit didn't look like it you know, I know we have an order for the list, but yeah. we never go down that order. But um, I want to. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Go on. No, well, Peter Ducey, like, he, he kept bringing that up. I was just going to say, like, the border has really been off the radar from everything mainstream, everything press secretary. And now recently, it's just funny that Peter Ducey has been asking about it more and pushing on it more. And she tiptoes and tap dances around that shit without ever really saying anything about it. That's not what's happening. They're not just walking over. KJ- oh, yeah, KJP. Yeah. She was like... He said, well, why are y'all forcing people to get vaxxed if you can just walk into the country yeah. and not get vaxxed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, that's not what's happening, Peter. And it's like, they literally walk in through. I think, man, um, I don't know when La Raza... Because, again, I was on that side for a long time. You know what I mean? That ideology of... Hey man, what border walls are racist? Every time you say national security and all that, like you're ignoring the fact how much immigrants contribute to the economy and and the Republicans they want cheap labor, which is true. A lot of them do, especially the rhinos. Right. They were I mean, Ronald Reagan did amnesty. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. been a it's no it's not even um 
a debate no more that a lot of Republicans wanted to help their big corporate friends and get that cheap labor. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, when is Rasa, my point is, when is Rasa going to start acknowledging and like watching the video that uh, Anthony Aguero posted? I believe that's his name. I might be fucking up his last name. But had the, the Colombian couple, air quotes, had the little kid. And it's a known fact that these kids get rented out and recycled just to be a prop. And when Trump was checking DNA, trying to see, hold on, man, we got to separate these people. We have to really see, is that really his child? Just because he walked in with them all sedated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. don't know who you are, bro. Now it's very lax. Now they're saying all kind of random people just picking up kids. I uh, I think it's it's starting to really swing. Would you say that like just based off of, I mean, I don't want to just say poll numbers, but just based off of, let's say, some polls here from here and there, and then kind of like the temperature of uh, our immediate like social circles on online, like do you feel like Morasa is kind of coming around? Uh, it, I think... Um that the way you pose the question is kind of like you know people social circles right mm -hmm. because obviously i'm gonna be in a social circle of people that are probably more um mature you know what i'm saying got it got a small business or something people that got startup company you know what i mean yeah. just families boom yeah exactly and uh they just trying to figure out hey man what's up on a half steer you know what i mean what kind of freezer i got to get like what's up with some hunting how you got you got compost like that type of combo not the uh orale keyboard warrior you know what i'm saying <laughs> hey sock check homie yeah. hey you sold out your rasa homie hey you sold out your people you forgot where you came from. Like, Biden ain't where I came from, bro. He's from Scranton. <laughs> There's a lot less of that I'm seeing. There was only one one comment literally uh, yesterday I saw on one of our uh, RPT Studios. Subscribe to that channel on YouTube if you haven't. Yes, please, please. New channel alert. New channel New alert. New channel alert. Get, get up on that YouTube. Uh, is that one on Rumble, too? Or uh, Not yet. Okay, no, it's yeah, just yeah. single blink. But YouTube, RPT Studios, we have 129 subscribers. Fantastic. Perfect. In 14 days. Um... He said this one comment. Everything was positive. That Alex Stein video has like 22 comments on it. This person said, your Y-O-U-R mm -hmm. out of your Y-O-U-R. Mine, Chingo. Trump is done. That was his comment. I mean, I don't know who assigned him that opinion. Maybe in his, his lens, the filter he views the world is MSNBC is telling me the truth. And they're telling me that the walls are closing in on Trump. We have to always acknowledge on this show that there's t two different news bubbles. Mm. There's echo chambers. You have lenses and filters through which you view the world. So you could have two movies on the same screen. thousand percent. The same, like, for example, the raid, the ransacking of Mar-a-Lago, the defilement of Mar-a-Lago, the historic presidential house, Mar-a-Lago. Uh, that thing, right? It was in the raid. It was a search. Whatever. Ese pedo, way. Right now, depending on what side you're on, it's either Trump is done. They, um, Many people on both sides believe yeah, he might get indicted on, you know, the expired library card. He checked out the books, didn't check that, them That back. phrase is so funny. Basically, right? It's the fucking, <laughs> the documents committee of whatever. So either you believe... Trump had nukes at Mar-a-Lago. He had the nuclear code. He was leaving them around next to McDonald's uh, McChicken wrappers. Or you're on the side of, hey, man, what's up with the DOJ, Merrick Garland, the Alphabet Boys have been weaponized. This is like, you know, political. This is a political opponent. They know he's going to run. They're trying to knee, kneecap him, hamstring, faux fifth, 
and take them out the game. It's so fa- it's funny how fast all of the propaganda hit the wall immediately. Like uh, the the nuclear bomb and the nuclear numbers, and he's selling information, and uh, we're concerned for American spies and all. The- now that's what they're currently saying, and all this crazy like. Let's just add to the list of propaganda hoax headlines that we've mm-hmm. had for the last five years now, six years now. I feel like Russia, 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 Russia. So either on one side you're like, the Russia collusion thing was a hoax. Like all the papers came out, it was some. If anything, they were spying on faux fifth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fake news. Talking about there's a PP tape. But they just keep dropping these little headlines. It's like, first of all, what have we learned in these last couple weeks? Everything from La Casa Blanca reaching out to El Twitter and saying, hey, man, why is this Alex Berenson guy still allowed to tweet? So now fast forward, La Casa Blanca told Twitter to kick him off because it's some of the stuff he was saying about the, la medicina the jab and la vacuna and um and then and then it turns out he was right then i think they reinstated him and well now, after a lawsuit yeah yeah now i think now he's gonna sue the white house or yeah, something yeah yeah and then you have mark zuckerberg back-to-back episodes on jre mark zuckerberg was on with rogan and he was like yeah the alphabet boys came through there you know they got guns and shit they got subpoenas and and obviously they didn't put none of this in writing, but they were like, hey, bro, this is about to be a big fake dump of some bad news for one of the candidates. And we can't have that because it might be Russian. Got to go. Bye. I think that robot didn't realize what he said when he was saying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as, if you slow it down, kind of rewatch that little segment over and over again, you can kind of see his fucking robot eyes were like glitching. You're like, fuck. He, the way he said it, like the FBI approached us, you know, and let us know that, hey, be on lookout for this. And then he kind of slows down. He's like, mm, possible Russian in- misinformation. Right? And, and then he said it fit all the patterns. Yeah, yeah. And like, okay. And uh, Crowder made a good point, and other people have made it the same point. Who's who's checking the FBI if they're the ones checking social media? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they're saying that this is bad information, false information, uh, could be spot, it could be whatever interference. Who's checking the FBI saying that that's the case? Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody. It's it's gone unchecked. Yeah, and that's sounds like I think there's a word for it. it starts with an F. And it's it's like ashism, or something. When you start getting the the government and the corporations working oh, hand okay. to hand hmm. and taking away people's free speech, so it's no surprise that the Ayatollah can tweet and and Putin could tweet and every everybody everybody could tweet except for trompitas. What it, when Rogan was like, uh, well, isn't what did he, who did he say was on still Twitter? Like, uh, oh, the Taliban. He's like the Taliban can still tweet. Yeah, they could tweet. And Mark just kind of like he's kind of let dead air kind of just simmer. Yeah, I don't know what Twitter's guidelines exactly are for that, but and I just I was just so upset that he didn't hold Zuckerberg's feet to the fire a little more on those censorship topics. I mean, Zuck ain't dumb, so of course he's gonna be like, "Motherfucker, that's Twitter." Yeah, you sitting here telling me about some other. Bitch. But then when he asked him, like, to what degree did the did y'all censor the Hunter uh, Biden laptop story? He's like, "Oh, uh, I don't know off the top of my head." Uh, we took a different approach. You know, motherfucker. You know, distribution was limited. It was significant. You know. You know exactly um, how much you suppressed it. Yeah, man. Remember, these companies got more lawyers than anything. Yeah. And like I said, he ain't dumb. So he, he's got to be careful not to perjure himself and not to um, say something that's inaccurate, something that his communication team got to walk back. Like, well, you know, what he meant was... Oh, they walked it back. I mean, the meta of, uh, Twitter page tweeted out that, like, this is no different than what he had stated, we had stated in 2020. 
so we've known this. We've talked about this too when that happened, but he said it in a more specific kind of way this time where it was like very direct. FBI the said this, we said okay, and that's what happened. Yeah. Um, the feds, boy. So before we get to the next story, I got to, because we're talking about who writes, so who writes the headlines? Legacy media, right? These people, you know, on TV and these, these big prominent writers at certain publications. AC Mata posted this in our Discord, and I don't know if you saw it, but I wanted to play it. It's only a, a minute and a half. It's your favorite, favorite guy Chris here. Chris Lick, who was an EP on this show last season. That's my guy. He's the yeah. new head of CNN. He wants to shift CNN from uh, opinion-based partisanship news to a political center. Will you still be able to call it like it is? So <laughs> let, let me just say, I don't, I don't think that's exactly what Chris is saying. I think that's a narrative that has been um, placed in the media. I think what Chris wants to do is to be able to have Republicans and Democrats and whatever your political stance is on CNN so that you can be accountable and that you can answer for it. Um, so yes, I will be able to do what I do on CNN. And okay. if I'm not allowed to be able to tell, which is to tell the truth, which is to <laughs> inform the American electorate and the American public and also the world because we're an international news organization. So if, if I'm not allowed to do he that, did a fast blink. then I will go on and do it somewhere else. But um, I don't think that that's exactly oh, you, what You'd be willing to walk to. if uh, they you like that? And I don't mean just CNN. If yeah. people don't allow journalists to be journalists, because again, uh. we hold the powerful accountable. We um, questions, question heads of state, the leader of the free world, kings, queens, dictators. That is what our jobs are. To do. We're, that's what we're supposed to do. So why would it be Ooh, get any your story different straight. for us to do it for the people who are in charge of us, to question what they're doing, to hold them accountable, to make sure that you know, they are doing what is right, even if they are the people who, are, who hire us? Okay, let me say this, bro. Yes. You know how as people, as these um, epidemiologists and stuff talk about how viruses um, mutate or evolve and are they zoonotic and what's the vector and blah, 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 right? Now, I'm trying to make this metaphor. All right, you know how viruses evolve and try to work around vaccines and they try to find ways, right? To replicate, That's yeah. how we ended up with Omicron, y'all the weakest strength. Charlemagne, as a person in the media is like this very interesting force, right? Like this, um, almost like a, remember how I said about Alex Stein? He's like this chemical, like a, yes, like a, catalyst. a catalyst of sorts that makes AOC, it, it, you know, melt down. Mm -hmm. Think about him for three hours while she's in there voting. Come out, do another video, another live, and three more stories to say, hey, and we don't know why they let them people in at mm -hmm. J6. And it's like, oh, bro. Okay, Charlemagne, when he's able to sit across uh, uh, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, it's almost like this Trojan horse type of thing because he's still very much um, like not a loose cannon, but but he can be chaotic. He started in radio under Wendy Williams, and he was always like the sidekick that was fucking talking shit. Yeah. Like really um, trying to make the guests cry and make them break down so they could have a viral radio moment. And that's why he carried the fucking Breakfast Club because he would make he would push people's buttons and see and force them to kind of like either get gangster <laughs> yeah, or push back man. or threaten them and and you know try to run up on them and pull up and all this other type of shit. So it's almost like Don Lemon's looking at Charlemagne. He's like, okay, this guy is a Democrat. You know, he's on the left and shit. I'm kind of safe, but he's an agent of chaos. And sometimes he's a he's a fucking loose cannon. Sometimes it shit gets chaotic. And he'll fuck around and be like, do you think you're going to be able to do? I mean, that's what the, the new owner said. The new owner said 
He's going to make it more to the center. Are you going to be able to do what you do and not be partisan? <gasps> we question dictators. <laughs> That's what we do. It's almost like his little PR team, whoever's on his team is kind of like, all right, what's the future of Don? Right. Where, what Are we going to have jobs? What's Don Lemon going to, what's his next move? Is he going to podcast? He's probably on a chopping block because everybody else done got let go. And he's still part of that old, um, the old the era. Old guard. Of, yeah, the old guard, almost like in wrestling and shit yep. when this little era kicks in. He's part of the Brian Stelter. Who else? Uh, the boy that was playing with himself on the webcam. Oh, Anthony. Uh, Tubin. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah, he yeah. gone yet? Uh, not yet. Tubin's I'm, still there. He uh, played with himself. Dude, Anderson Cooper. Uh, I would even say Jake Tapper. All these dudes are on the chopping block. Dude, supposedly. Now, y'all got to look into this. Somebody fact check me. I know the fact checkers is out there. <laughs> look into it. Supposedly, El Chisme okay. is that um, I think it was trending boycott CNN. Mm-hmm. And it was, y'all got to fact check me because I don't know f- enough about this. But like supposedly people on the left, like old CNN viewers, were the ones saying boycott CNN because they're trying to take it to the middle and take it to the right. And they're no longer on our team. So I don't know. This is something I, I, I heard somebody mention. Really? Yeah, so I don't know, man. Maybe if maybe next um, next episode okay. or next week we'll know more. Interesting. Uh, uh, I, I can see that. That yeah. makes sense. Now, now let me say this, bro. And this is uh, offshoot. Okay. Now earlier you said who writes the headlines. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a thought I had. Right. So so if I'm not mistaken, Scott Adams was one of the first people that said that like when he talks about AI that it, how possible how plausible is it that a nation or how many nations are using some form of ai to play their global chess game in other words to either spit out moves suggestions probability like some quantum computer um and i'll bring it back to this based tattooist in the discord mm-hmm. he said hey should we get this uh, art bot in on the discord like patch it in and then let it join yeah it's ai mm-hmm. it's ai software that basically i guess you give it parameters and you tell it like uh donald trump lucha libre art deco whatever whatever these many colors modern realistic i don't know how long it takes but it spits out several amazing elaborate artificially made artificially mm-hmm. thought of but like I, I had read uh, Ray Kurzweil's books, and he's kind of a transhumanist, so fuck him. I ain't got my pom poms out. But it was interesting the stuff he was talking about, like the age of spiritual machines and simulation and cyborg and like uh, robots and AI and all this type of shit. Bro, you don't think China, Russia, the U.S. or somebody has motherfucking AI the same way it could spit out art? It could spit out a series of chess moves, like. If you shut down the economy, mm-hmm. then you'll have some, like, like what all variables do you load it up with so it can give you accurate predictions of, trust me, you want to double down in this situation and have the press secretary say, you know, in my robot voice, like, mm. like um, whatever you do, just keep blaming Trump. Just keep blaming Trump. Keep blaming. Just deflect, deflect, deflect. Like, the computer ran the simulation already. And you're just going to have to deflect when it comes out about uh, jab injuries, when it comes out about um, the lockdowns, when people start raising hell about masks and the Great Barrington Declaration. Like when it comes, when it starts to come out that like, wait a minute, 
so the CDC trying to clean up house, the way CNN is cleaning up house, the way Fauci all of a sudden going to retire. You know what I'm saying? To piggyback off of that, you know what makes everything you just described, I, I described, I can see why more people are like, let's go into the, let's go into the direction of AI. Cause I bet you they did run all those AI simulations. I bet you they had actual consultants and advisors advise them a certain way. And yet the people in charge disregarded all of that and made their own decisions to blame Trump and continue on this one narrative. I doubt that any simulation that they ran on a quantum computer or from the smartest minds that we have available in the country said to continue doing this. So whoever's pulling the strings, yeah. the deep state, they yeah. were like, fuck your simulations, fuck the AI, fuck you big brain people, we're going to keep blaming Trump. Yeah, but, yes, how, yes, absolutely, right? I'm ta- what I'm trying to say basically is like, what would stop our government, Russia, whoever, to have a motherfucking computer software, a, a similar, whatever, a AI, mm. a really smart machine that's going to, like, if you tell it our end goal is to make everybody eat the bugs, own nothing, and be happy, sleep in the pod. You're going to sleep in the pod. You're not going to fucking own a car. We're going electric. China finna get that. You know what I'm saying? We, we done gave them all the rare minerals that you need for cell phones and everything else from afghanistan they about to dig it up out that ground these rare earth minerals that are needed for your laptops your cell phones all the evs Uh, yeah basically you control that you about to control half of america's economy especially if you control the politicians and they about to force everybody to go electric when the shit is goofy and it's going to be really hard to transition into so the ai i'm envisioning right and this i love it I just feel like if you tell the software our end goal is like more power for the Marxist communists, mm-hmm. what do we have to do? Right. OK. It might be like slowly start to alienate like whatever information you load it with, like load it up with all the books. Let it scan all the books from, you know, fucking Mein Kampf, like Hitler, Marx, mm-hmm. like fucking Mao, Maoist dynasty, like uh, 48 laws of power just load it up with fucking economics so it knows how to calculate and then you tell it our end goal is more power for the commies and make America fall okay alright here's how you gonna you know here are some suggestions like arm the Taliban you know what I mean leave Afghanistan uh, soft policies on China like let them take over the educational system um amplify on social media the fucking genders and all this goofy shit the pronouns and make the fucking sissify all the boys ain't gonna be no revolution you know what I'm saying like systematically you know how people talk about systemic Mm -hmm. like oh systemic racism everything's systemic it's hidden it's there can't measure it but it's there okay well a lot of the shit we we um are under attack by is systemic. It's permeated. The division, the fucking brainwashing of, you know, the fatherless homes, the uh, people dependent on on the nanny state, the welfare state, give them all the power when it comes to your kids' education and so on. Well, I think that a part of all of that is what they're doing right now and it's it's going through history and and you said it perfectly like getting all those old books and just looking at through history at like how can we replicate systems in the past that we feel like we can implement in today's modern world better right they always say like it's just never been done right socialism whatever it is right first disarm them (laughs) yeah yeah and then what they're doing and and, um turning point 
<coughs> excuse me, USA is going to have something come out about the World Economic Forum. I saw Jack Posobiec posted this trailer for it. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. They, they made a do- whole documentary. They're making a whole, yeah. Bro, Jack motherfucking Posobiec, bro. Yeah, well, did you see the, the tweet from uh, December of 2021 where he, he called exactly that they would be blaming Trump after the vaccine injuries and everything started coming out to the T this is from like December 2021 Jack did yeah dude I'll read it for you in a second it's so crazy but um in that trailer they talk about you know you got fucking Darth Vader Charles uh, Charles Schwab what's his name fucking um yeah Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. That motherfucker said Charles Schwab. That's his homeboy. That's his cousin. Yeah, that, that's the investor fucking firm guy. That's, um, a, that's his play cousin. Uh, he said, you know, we've got our great global leaders or whatever they call them, you know, basically infiltrating in different parts of the whole system of the country, of the world, but essentially the United States especially. And that's what they're going to continue to do. And and later on in the show, or maybe in the next episode, we'll talk about that little socialist that won in New York, AOC's back. Oh, my God. So there's so much to talk about. But I think everything you just said, they've done. I think somebody has done that. There is an AI that ran these simulations that said, you're on the right track. Keep pushing these narratives. Go push more Mao stuff. Go push more communist stuff. We go- need more struggle sessions. Go yeah. green. Yeah, yeah. Climate, 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 climate. Yeah. So that's a great marijuana thought because uh, I... I, I'm in hook, line, and sinker on that's what's happening. Okay, y'all. In Ve- okay, Rob, if, if y'all make it to Vegas, um, we got to get Rob high in Vegas, bro. <laughs> that's it. I, I'll drink I'll drink for you, and you got to hit that motherfucking weed. Hey, what's so, up? Uh-huh. But um, yes. yes to that. But also, you mentioned the systemic thing and all that. And I know we still, I mean, we got plenty to talk about. But did you yeah. see... Uh, what's his name? Rahim Kassam? Is that his uh, name? Yeah, yeah, Rahim Kassam, yeah. Did you see his video about um, uh, the Minnesota rep? What's her name? Ilhan Omar? Ilhan Omar. Did you see that clip that he no. posted? Oh, dude, I thought this was fascinating, and it's right off of what we're talking about. So tell me your thoughts. Let's take Ilhan Omar as an example, okay? She comes from a family, and they call her a refugee uh, who came from Somalia, right? They call her a refugee. Her family were the governing party the Marxist Islamist government in Somalia who were overthrown and then fled. Now, technically that makes her a refugee, but she wasn't fleeing oppression, or rather her family weren't fleeing oppression. They were fleeing justice. They were fleeing their own people holding them to account for the dictatorship that they had established. So you have people like the Omar family, and what do they do? Do they come to America and see America and go, okay, this is pretty cool. They're not oppressing each other. Let's be part of this. No, they go, hey, how can we oppress them? You know, how can we bring Marxism to America? That's that's the thought process. And it may be a passive thought process, but it's the thought process. Action, action. What that beat was jamming. I know, right? Signal, not noise. Action, action, action. Bitch, I'm about to action, action, action. So I'm just Bitch, I'm about to action. <laughs> Holy shit. First oh, of all, right? I need me first of all, I need music like that up under my clips. Cause they're gonna make me sound way fucking more legit, <laughs> way more credible. Okay, okay. Okay, if what he's saying is true, yeah. golly. He's got the receipts to show it. The articles are there. <sighs> Isn't that fucking great? Why is that not talked about more? Because journalists don't do their job. That's right. Holy mother... Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <sighs> Shout out to Juan Big Stoner. Yeah. Always keeping the Discord lit. Always keeping them educated. For sure. Uh, one of the books he hooked, hooked me up with, 
because I started reading. I've been bouncing around. That's that's been my mistake. But yeah. I have one that's for the plane, and it's like, yeah, I'm almost done with that bitch. But Planes, anyway, trains and automobiles, which is yes, sir, which is the truth about socialism. Mm. That's some shit, boy. If you're gonna get a copy, get two. Give one for your kids. Real talk, because it just breaks some some shit down. And for all the normies, all the raza that ain't they they might be. Uh, hate watching they might be tuning in just to be like man look what these whole ass coconuts talking about today how can i pick apart their arguments right but anyway if if you educate yourself on the atrocities of socialism and what it's led to and ilhan omar's family had a socialist dictatorship when you when you do a deep dive on socialism these kind of stories makes sense because it's like these people allegedly are evading justice and they're spreading their tentacles as leftists do marxists do Mm -hmm. and what better way than to have her in camouflage as a refugee in minnesota where you got the capital of somalian refugees right and she gets to be one of them even though she was persecuting their people her family was persecuting their people forcing them to be refugees and escape socialism now she comes over here now she's in uh congress as a as a super woke squad, um, member. squad member and pushing that bullshit so it, it when you hear that it makes more sense right because it's hard to think that somebody's going to come from an oppressed area of anywhere in the world come to america and then say we need to give you more socialist ideas here in America. But then when you hear that she came from that background, that's what she grew up in, and that's how they had power, well, obviously you want to come here and then replicate that system here to try to gain your own power. Yeah, because America is the last stand. Like, shout out, this is going to sound real corny to people who are very indoctrinated to like Raza first, Mexico first, they mm-hmm. got the Mexican flag, you know. I always was repping. I was like MC Magic. I always had that Mexican flag somewhere. Yeah, A lot of... Mexican rappers and shit from our era, we wanted to uphold where our parents were from and our identity, and that's how we kind of it, 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 a little bit. How much of that was insecurity? How much of that was um uh, of like a inferiority complex mm-hmm. of like you feeling like you're not a part of this hip hop and you try to come in like mm-hmm. motherfucker, you know I know where my people from, but I know I can still get down or whatever. Yeah. Um. But anyway, all the raza that are like what I'm about to say which they're going to get triggered. All the raza that still got the Mexican flag, they see that first. They don't they they look at the US flag and they've been taught to hate it. But our founding fathers, boy, I mean, did they really think things through? Like yeah. with this constitution and this bill of rights and the fact that our 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 freedoms come from God, not from the government, not from the state, you know what I mean? And you got you supposed to be the militia. Right. Motherfucker, you are the militia. I am the militia. Don't let them take that word and be like, yo, you a conspiracy QAnon white boy uh, wannabe, and why, what? who needs an AR-15? Right. And how dare you? Have you seen the billboards? Have you seen the billboards they have in California that say the uh, the Texas dream died in Uvalde? And it's a, it basically, it says don't mess with Texas, and it's scratched out, and it says don't move to Texas. It's like some propaganda, which... <sighs> Which please, if please you if you believe to it, if, you if you're anti-gun and all that, yes, it's true. Don't don't come over here. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. It's too free. But to all the all the people that love America and they they want safe communities and they got some common sense and they want a good education for the kids. They don't want the indoctrination. Uh, they don't feel safe with the, all the immigration. Four point nine million. Like all the people that understand the child trafficking, the human trafficking, the fentanyl. Y'all welcome to come over here. 
and join our beautiful republic and help us keep it keep it cracker lacking. Yeah. But those billboards, bro, I'm like, Kenchingals. Uh, George Soros probably had something to do with it. There was a big win in Arizona, which I will probably save that for the, another episode. Um, but in their election integrity election efforts, integrity. so we'll talk about that later. But you, you mentioned the founding fathers. It's crazy you, to think about it. They were all young as hell. They were all in their early 20s. I think Alexander Hamilton was like 18. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So like what happened to the thought process of a person between 1776 and now? They start loving taxes and the government. <laughs> Yeah, they're raging for the machine. They're raging for everything the founding fathers were like, we want to keep that in check. Yeah. That's the point of the checks and balances system that we took a year. No, it took less, almost a year, probably half of a year to come up with the Constitution. It took like 150 days or 120 days, something like that. But these were all young kids. These were all young warriors, for lack of a better phrase. Have y'all seen the meme where it shows the founding fathers and it has like the quotes? It's like an old little picture from when they were making the Constitution mm-hmm. or something. And it says... uh like a quote over one of their heads, it said, uh, and make sure they're always armed and they, they got to have the right oh, hat to yeah, keep yeah. weapons. And then the other guy standing over here is like, yo, this country going to be lit. Yeah, I think it was Benjamin Franklin. It's like, this country's going to be lit. So I never knew they were that young. Them, them stupid ass wigs always yeah. gave me the impression they like 180. <laughs> so now the meme makes more sense. It's like, that's probably accurate. Like, yeah. nah, bro, look, I know we, okay, the colonies and shit, we revolted, we done broke off. Motherfucker, uh, had his bitch lit. Okay, how we gonna have it lit? Motherfucker, you are the militia. Yeah. And no matter what, it, how is the Second Amendment, how does it read? It's like, motherfucker, no matter what, bitch. Yeah, it's short too. And there's like a comma in there that people always gloss over, but it's important in how it says it. it's like, uh, I can't remember, I don't have it memorized yet, but it's like the militia, you know, I don't want to butcher it, yeah, but because yeah. I'm looking up the ages right now. Uh, James Monroe, he was he was 18. Um, Alexander Hamilton was 21. James Madison was 25. Most of them were in their early to mid 20s. And now what they doing? Now what are 21, 25 year olds doing? They on TikTok and shit. Thomas Jefferson, the principal author, was 33. I think he might have been the oldest. But even then, 33. I'll be 33 this year, next month, two months. That's fucking crazy, youngster. Damn, I'm literally 10 years older than you. Yeah, I know you are exactly. You know what I'm saying, big bro. Yeah, Uh, literally. Yeah, big bro. Uh, I just turned 43. Hell yeah. So, um, so Biden said, if the Democrats control Congress after the midterms, we'll ban assault weapons, and people cheered. Bro, they fucking. I mean, (laughs) these people were saying this was a green screen. Reach that's within our hands if we just vote. If we just vote. If we elect two more senators. We keep the House and Democrats. We're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done. <laughs> Look, the way he said that. We'll codify. Let's Rogan. rewind that. We'll codify. Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business. We're going to get done. Folks, we're going to get done. We'll codify Roe v. Wade. They could have already done that. They control everything. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. Again. Boom, again. Steal the election again. Bro. All these things, like, they could have done, everybody. Like, if you're listening to the show as a former liberal Democrat kind of voting person who voted for Joe Breezy, they could have already done this. They could ban assault weapons? Well, they could pass federal? something. They, they they run all three fucking major branches. What about um, Roe v. Wade? Can they codify it? They could have already done that. They could have already tried to push for that. And so the states 
what happens when the states are like, wait, wait a minute, federalism. Well, you could you could you could fight it, I'm sure, to a degree, but they could at least make the effort for their constituents and say, "Look, we're trying to cut. We try. We but they said no. But so so then the Supreme Court overturning it, saying, "Hey, this was never constitutionally." It would be something that goes back to the Supreme Court, if I understand it correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's above my pay grade. I am a stand-up comedian. <laughs> uh, Chicago. I will be at Zanies in Chicago, not Zanies in Rosemont. I've been saying Zanies Rosemont all the time. And my wife had corrected me. She's like, you're not at Rosemont. You're at Chicago Zanies, August 31st. Brea, California, after that, September 14th. Oxnard, September 15th. Austin, Texas, September 28th. Of course, we got San Antonio a whole weekend. Salt Lake City. And then Thea Weekend, the Thea Gathering in Las Vegas, Nevada, October 8th through the 9th. All members of the Thea stand back, stand by. And then we end the tour Addison, Texas, a whole weekend, November 4th through the 6th. Bro, I've been trying some new little ideas, man. Yeah? Yeah, I went to the the secret group. So I just uploaded a vlog, and I put some of the clips in there, mm-hmm. just stuff that was, like, really off script. But, um, but yeah, man, I went to the secret group on my birthday and went up, and uh, very much out of my element. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I literally told the crowd, y'all look like the face of cancel culture. <laughs> it's like a bunch of, uh, mainly it was like a lot of, just like young white like college kids. Did they at least get a chuckle? No, they were laughing okay. here and there. On that part, they were they just very like quiet listening, and that's why a lot of times the guys that like take their time with their set and they just like tell the story kind of like this, and like the punchline is it's there, and then you hear them like because <laughs> they're listening and they're I misread the room. Yeah, they're basically a good audience. They're just really listening and they're very quiet and they make you really work. It's like it's like library coffee shop type of comedy. And I'm in that bitch trying to get it lit. Like, yeah. what's up, man? Da, 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 what's up, bro? DJ da, da. hit it. Yeah. Well, there wasn't they didn't even have that. <laughs> so I'm just like, I guess I'll roast the room. I'll rest I'll roast this person here. I'll keep it kind of improv and in the moment. Uh Triple A, by the way, for our Rockfield listeners, if you uh if you have it, uh thanks for supporting Conspiracy Social Club, the most recent episode, Triple A and Callan, for the first bit we're talking about the industry and comedy and stuff, and Triple went ham on how LA has lost their minds with the comedy scene. He's like, dude, I got one spot at the comedy store last week. Like he's like, I'm I, I'm fed up with trying to to pander and, and like placate to this audience who just isn't they don't get it. They don't get my comedy. They don't get what comedy is about. Went on this long, long rant that was like hilarious. it's dead. Yeah, it's just dead. Like it's over. He's like, <laughs> I, he goes, I, I don't want to, I don't want to ask these people, the you know, the bookers and stuff for these places to give me spots. Like these people are ruining comedy. You know, even if I do a set at the, the comedy bookers, store, the bookers are ruining comedy. Yeah, especially at the comedy store and at just other rooms where like the audiences are killing what comedy is supposed to be, right? Because they're all offended and they're all like trying to just like make it seem like what you're saying is not funny and trying to get you to not be booked at places and so on and so forth. And then Callum was also kind of saying at one of his recent shows, like, he's like, I just had a hard time selling, you know, I, uh, I don't remember where he was, but he's like, I did, I, oh, actually, I think it was in Salt Lake or around there. He's like, I did half the room, like, which is still good size, but that's not what I'm used to kind of thing, right? So there, it was a lot of industry talk, industry talk that was kind of interesting. And uh, rockfin.com, uh, get on our page, subscribe to our page, yeah. and you can, and then boom, you get yeah. the whole platform. The whole catalog. Uh, I know there's some folks on the Discord that uh, we got to communicate some of this feedback to the folks at Rockfin. Yeah. They were having some technical issues or updates with the uploads. Yeah, there's a, so we have a a, <coughs> a uh, Rockfin feedback channel in our Discord, guys. If you guys have some comments about it, we can, you know, let the people of Rockfin know which, uh, what your feedback is. They appreciate that stuff. We do too. <clears throat> yeah, that way they can fix any bugs. Yeah. Um, 
here we got about 10 more minutes on this you want to hit the discord for some questions yeah let's do it all right we'll hit some more stories on thursday and friday's episode when are you leaving are you leaving wednesday yeah okay wednesday day. chicago zany chicago we have a very funny local comedian on the lineup kim flores uh he's got very cool stand-up clips on um on instagram and of course bryson brown oh nice Jeez, bro he's been working so hard so consistently he's you know he's dropped so many comedy albums who was he on the road with recently i mean he's on the road a lot with a uh, bruce bruce that's right yeah yeah um have you ever had uh ralph um Bar- is it Barbosa yes, on the road yes. with you hell yeah yeah he's funny he's super funny uh check out his clip he just did a really really well produced stand-up comedy clips on um uh, don't tell comedy okay they have a youtube where i know schultz dropped in for them as well and it's basically like it's very impressive how they just put together comedy shows in like these random venues and they i guess email people like super last minute hmm. and it gets packed and then they produce it and film it very well and i'd love to be a part of it don't tell comedy that's funny you say that because uh, i thought about that like seeing how it- I would give Schultz the credit of like the person who made stand-up clips a thing. Would you? I mean, you could definitely give him a lot of credit of knowing how to finesse YouTube and just Instagram and, and stuff. just and like you said, boom, all yeah. dropping in. That's a whole series within itself. But his sets too, right? Like his crowd work and all that kind of stuff, like making those things really pop and, and hit you know hit the fucking next level on the algorithm. But I've been thinking for a while, like it's, and I think you just described what these people are doing is like have a venue where like you just have comics going there to do a bit, but it's produced really well, specifically for like a nine nine by sixteen or four by three square rectangle, whatever for social media. You're not there to do twenty minutes set. You're not there to do an hour, half hour. You're just there to do clips, but it produced really well. Um, we need a really big sponsor for what I'm about to say. Either like Cafe Bustelo, if y'all don't want to be associated with a political show. That's fine. We got other shows coming. Uh, just somebody, you know what I mean? Goya. What's up, Goya? Holla at your boy. Everybody tag Goya. Uh, basically, this is, and and again, this is what I want to say. In my newest vlog, mm-hmm. it has a clip from the secret group because I took my cell phone, brought a little tripod or whatever because I was just by myself dropping in for my birthday and I want to get back to the family. The next day I went to San Jose, their room is rigged to where they give you a Dropbox link at the end. They email it to you. Oh, nice. And um, I think the audio was a little low. And of course, they have their angles set up so that it's not in the way of people. But I was able to take clips because I was freestyling a lot. I improved a lot. I'm able to take some clips from there, possibly, right? Got to crank up the sound, stuff like that. And boom, very inspired by Andrew Schultz. And... Um, I want to be doing more of that. So if we do have a big sponsor or I could partner with, let's just say, uh, and I'm thinking out loud here, partner with like a, one of my buddies who have like a, a production company, right? Mm-hmm. Or and, and basically be like, hey, man, you're coming on the next, you know, 10 cities. Mm-hmm. You're going to document. You're going to talk to the fans. You might interview me. You might get B-roll at the hotel. You might get the green room. And we could package it as something like it could be a product it could something that could go on hulu or amazon mm-hmm. or something right and i'm just thinking out loud but yeah. but yeah obviously it's gonna cost you want to bring oh you, yeah you want to start rolling with more people and bringing more equipment and all that okay well shit everybody has a budget for everything yeah if they're on exactly. the road with you but um it's speaking of i don't know why i said speaking of but in the discord somebody asked who was it was it jess let me find let me find it uh agent uh Scylla? Uh, my hydro flask needs some chingo bling vinyl stickers, please and thank you. 
Do we have any we, stickers? Yeah, we have some stickers for sure. Um, I want to make a sticker pack, though. Yeah. A, a new sticker pack. So we played Loteria over the weekend. You know, we cel- I told you last week we celebrated my mom getting her citizenship, but we, didn't, we weren't able to get together that weekend. So this past weekend, as you're listening to this podcast, we, I had him over. We made some food, and my sister came over and stuff, and Don, my parents, and we played Loteria. We hadn't done that in a long-ass time. Mom had a great time, and then uh, Don posted a picture of it, and I re- reposted it on my Instagram, and one of our agents DM me and said, we need an RPT Loteria pack, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, you know, red pill tamal, uh, like el, el, el Barbon. El, el Brandon. Yeah, El Brandon, El Barbon. Uh, like something like you know penny yeah, yeah, yeah. and soul related all that stuff i thought that was hilarious yeah. agent of the month yeah yeah so yeah. Uh-huh. something to throw at the throw at you while okay you're well my boy is a really good artist and he the uh loteria merch like uh-huh. that whole collection um he illustrated all of that yeah so how about this everybody in the discord let's just get an ideas list going um i don't know which room you type it in maybe i don't know the general or something right but basically get the idea going so we can get it illustrated like el brandon el yeah. hunter yeah like el hunter with the el parmesan i wonder if we could you know have you ever donated el, el swawell like <laughs> the chinese spy eee. what was the spy's name uh fang 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 yeah yeah ccp got spies out here boy you ever like ccp flag but like upside down because it's bad um have you ever donated to a Kickstarter or a, something like that where like you back a project and then as a, as a backer, you get the project early or first or a limited run of it, you know? Uh-huh. I wonder if we could do that with the Discord. Like, guys, I'm just talking out loud, too. Like, people have suggested some cool ideas, and that was the first one that I thought, oh, that's a product that I think we could have done, but there's layers to it. You have to have it all illustrated. You have to then have it sent to production, have it printed. You have to have it packaged. You have to make the cards along with the card stock themselves to play on. But that could be like a game that you could then have as a product for like the holidays, for families, for people. And if it's backed by our patrons, it could be produced like you could have some sort of credit as as backers of this product. And then you would get the product as helping make it and then we sell it. So who uh, this is who this is who would be the biggest market for like if you wanted to make it a viable yeah. real deal product. If it's too, too inside baseball to where like only members of the Thea get it and then now you're limited. Sure. Now you're limited to, you know, a smaller group of people versus like all the Latinos that are red-pilled. Like yes. all the Mexicans in RGV, like Cubans, Venezuelans, like whoever is it understands. Put know. Myra Flores on one of the squares. Yeah, yeah, La Mayra. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the far, the far right Latina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of La Dama, it's La yeah, Far Right so, Latina. So, so as you're playing, right, with your friends and family, it's like, oh, which, oh, yeah, La Far Right Latina. <laughs> instead of the dam, instead of La exactly. Dama. Exactly. So instead of El Borracho, it'd probably be like El Parmesan or El Hunter or something like that, which is fucked up, Who's right? Who's the you Valiente? Know? Fuck it, it's funny. Who's yeah. the Valiente? Oh, uh, maybe like trompitas or something. Like that. <laughs> El Patriot, you know El what Patriot, I mean? El Patriot, yeah. El Patriot or something. Y la bandera, obviously USA. What's up? <laughs> yeah, la bandera, of course, got to be USA, yeah. man. Come on now. Uh, El Brandon. Uh, anyway, the 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 biggest group too would be like I said, where you zoom out and make it to where. Even like, let's just say Chad Prather. Let's say we gift Michael Berry. Yeah. We gift like we gifted a, a, a box set to um. All these folks that are like, shit, I like Loteria. Dude, you know what I, I'm yes. saying? I love Loteria. I want them to play this Loteria version of RPT around the Thanksgiving table and around the Christmas table this year. Yeah, El Inflation is like, a, you know <laughs> what I mean? Ese es el Diablo, eh? El Inflation, uh, The Wall. Eee, oh, shit. Eee, el Muro. Eee. Oh, that one, That one cuts deep. Co- el Coconut. Who's the, uh, El Apache? Who's... Uh, oh, El Wokey. El Wokey. It's, it's gotta be El Woke. El Woke. Dude, my... um. The pastor, bro, Second Baptist, he was like, 
I forget what the context was, but he was like, and the Wokies run around here. <laughs> and the Star Wars fans come out like, it's Wookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Basalt brought something up about that yesterday on her lounge, and it made me think of, um, I don't know what, she said, it's Dr. Ed Young, right? Yeah, Pastor Ed. Pastor Ed yeah. Young. He said something about religion, you know, uh, wokeism, replacing or killing religion or something like that. And I was telling her, Nietzsche had said something like that, one of the great, you know, thinkers and philosophers who, who was an atheist, that the problem with getting rid of uh, God or religion is that you then replace it with your own ideas and, you know, uh, whatever, yeah. ideologies. And that's kind of what we're seeing right now. Like, as people try to replace the idea of a bigger existence, they're replacing it with their fucking crazy thoughts and ideas. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's no coincidence. Like, oh, he, the pastor, he did a whole thing. He was talking, he started off his sermon saying, like, the separation of church and state. That's what it was. And, you know, basically saying, like, they're always telling the church to shut up, stay in their lane, and said, worry about your little baptisms and stuff and let the government worry about the people. That's what it was. That was like his main point. But, um, but it was fire. It came with a handout where it says woke. Google's definition of woke, what woke really is, systemic racism, like social justice warrior, like uh, That's funny. um what was it? Um CR critical race theory, mm-hmm. intersectionality. Oh, right here. There it is right there. Yeah, yeah that he's was got it. a copy Yeah, right we there. read it the glossary terms of according to, to woke thought. We read it on her lounge. Go listen to that podcast. It's another RPT production. Um Scribe asks, with RPT's growth and popularity with Chicano conservatives, what would the future look like for RPT, TIA Discord, and personally, if one of you decided to vote blue? Let's say Tr- a Trump-type liberal came in and made that impression on uh, with one of you. What would happen with the RPT momentum? I guess, yeah, with like the whole like RPT, TIA uh, ecosystem. I don't... When I first read it, I thought that might be a good thing if that could happen, but it's such a far-fetched thought right now to have anybody that's trumpita-like come liberally, you know? Yeah, but I, I, it's still a good mental exercise because yeah. part of it, part of me is like, bro, that's super hypothetical, yeah, right? And there's so many variables because some people might already like Tulsi Gabbard for certain reasons. So they might say, well, what if DeSantis was still DeSantis, but he happened to be Democrat and he's still a badass governor, right? Um but it just wouldn't be the case. Like you saw Hochul in New York talking about all of you that, you know, believe in your guns and whatever else. Go take a bus to Florida. Move You're to not, Florida. Can you believe a New Yorker who's lived in New York for 20, 30 years, who's more moderate, left, even moderate, just plain, and your governor tells you that? They're saying the quiet part out loud. So what did she say? If you like your what, what, and what? I, I don't remember, dude. I think it was like a few... Um, if you're a supporter of somebody like a Ron DeSantis and if you're a supporter of like guns and if you don't want to adhere to our, you know, ways of, of life here or don't uh, don't have our morals. I don't know why she said that. Then you're not a New Yorker. Basically, bro, the whole Roe v. Wade put a battery in their pack in their back and they feel like they feel like they have a chip, a chip to bust out and be like, look at them closed minded southern red state motherfuckers who don't want to let you. Uh, uh, your bodily autonomy and don't they want to have a say in women's reproductive rights health whatever reproductive health air quotes um just like the billboard from california that's basically saying uh don't be trying to get to, it's like an abusive husband right <laughs> it's it's really literally right it's kind of like okay yeah you want to go over there with freedom huh talking about you want your little freedom and and you want you curious about if the grass is greener all right well look you know, ain't nobody going to love you how we love you. We we the state. Mm-hmm. Like the state is like that abusive partner that's like, 
you'll be back. Don't fall for that freedom shit because you see they won't let you have an abortion over there. And you saw what happened in Uvalde. So don't try to get spicy, citizen. But the way they're coming at it, too, is really odd that they're going to rely solely on as liberal of a person voter that they can get instead of trying to placate to the people who might be more in the center center left even maybe center right in new york right there are those there's plenty of republicans there but they're just relying on that the roe v wade thing and going all in on that and telling everyone else to go to florida you they really think they can win their election that way i mean it's like weird gaslighting reverse psychology because they know most people in in general don't have the luxury of just traveling just because you know what i mean like if you're just from inner city Los Angeles. Like, all you know is Boyle Heights. Mm-hmm. That's all you know. And in the height of the pandemic, if you never got the chance to go to Florida or Arizona or Texas, then you probably thought everything was shut down and you had to wear your mask. And That's uh, a good point. Like, for example, um, some of my comedian friends from SoCal that they're from they get to travel so they know like oof like in the beginning where it's like hey sh- mm-hmm. yeah man i'll come do texas with you bro but i mean i'm you know i'm, I'm aware of my shit and it's like okay yeah that's what's up i'm just letting you know you could eat a burger yeah. here without your mask in between bites you, you yeah you don't have exactly <laughs> that type of goofy ass shit and these are the same people that want to get reelected and moved up they want to fail forward yeah and try to memory hold the idea and the fact that they were masking up your kids, shutting down schools, kept slanging their wine out of their winery, and then spending 15 racks at French Laundry restaurant. And so I'll look at old vlog footage mm-hmm. from some of my SoCal comedian friends. And depending on, like, if it's a vlog from a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm on the plane, I'm going through photos and screenshots. I'm just trying to organize all my files. Fire dank-ass memes. Put all your dank memes over here. And I'll see like, oh shit, this is when I was doing X City with Y Comedian. And I'm like, this motherfucker still had his shit on. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking like by then, by then I was way past that. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just the beginning. It was like, uh, did they say yes, no, motherfucker, what's the data? Do we, is it airborne? How does, how easily does it spread? But everybody's timeline sometimes is different. And these may like Eric Adams. Right. The mayor of D.C., like... They feel like they could just gaslight you and you just going to forget that it was them. That's what they're counting on. They're turning. They're just like, oh, the jab. Oh, no. Trump rushed the. Never uh, forget. Trump rushed the FDA. No, remember Trump. It wasn't Fauci that said lock us down. Remember, (sighs) it was it was them. And I'll play this. We we... didn't defund the police. They said defund the police. Okay, Lena. (laughs) Um, I'm going to play this as we go out. Never forget. Never forget. I say it all the time. Never forget. Send me that, bro. The parent didn't know no better, I guess. So DC Drano posted this. I know you. Do you remember this from the two years ago? Yeah, but I'm like, send me that. Bro. Yeah. So the mother, I believe, actually posted this. She, you know how like daycares they'll send you videos from school and shit. This was she got this. And she posted it on her Facebook. My poor son, while I'm having to try to go to work, or while I'm trying to keep my job, something like that. Yeah, that bitch was getting annoyed too, and she fucking she she slings it back on his face at one of these times. Anyway, I fuck I can't take it. Anyway, what did the Nazis say? We were just doing our job, bro. We were just being good Germans. <laughs> we were just doing our part. <laughs> oh, uh, Rasa, 
too bad I'm saying this at the end of the show, but all the Rasa that hate watch, I hope you kept an open mind. And I hope, hey, if there's anything that sounded weird to you, leave a comment like, hey, man, the part where you said AI, that's false because whatever. Just, I'm going to cut this and put it at the beginning because yeah. that's a good point. Uh, all the all the Rasa that's still very much believing crt and woke stuff or whatever you 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 kind of pro-socialism or you just kind of lean to the left or you think i'm a crazy coconut just feel free take some notes like fact check debate ask a question you know challenge us yeah man, I, man, I lost him i do like the ones that just don't they refuse to like try to look into some of the stuff we've talked about just look into it especially some of the stuff that's apparent so yeah you know we 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 want to talk more about um the coming energy crisis and and how all these countries have gone super ultra green and what does that mean like the green police that canada just hired a whole bunch of people that's gonna be in charge of making sure your carbon footprint ain't getting out of hand it actually means less jobs if you look into ford's uh situation right now but they're not really talking about that yeah we gotta we gotta start really talking at the adult table but anyway enjoy the episode all right, that's for the beginning. Yeah. For everybody else, I hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> See you Wednesday. See ya. Peace.